Welcome, everybody. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Not For Debate podcast. G Money and Havoc. What's going yep. on, everyone? Yeah, uh, back at it. Back at it, back at it. Make sure you check us out on Facebook, YouTube, uh, Instagram, and Twitter. And check us out on the Not For Debate page on those on those sites. What's up, Havoc? How are you? Bro, it's uh, it's all good as always. You know what I mean? We are turned up on 10. We ain't, we ain't letting loose. We are on our path. We are progressing. We are elevating every day. We're getting mm-hmm. to the business. So you can't ask for more than that, can you? That's good. I agree. I agree. Uh, just to start off with, I just want to start off with a topic that's going on. It's still the free agency. I, I believe that the Chicago Bulls are the winners of the free agency. I know everybody's mm-hmm. talking about the Lakers, and the Lakers are great to sign. But the Bulls, man, they're making moves. Um, what do you mm-hmm. think about the trade? I don't know if you heard about the trade. I saw that they uh, they moved they moved off Lord Laurie Markkinen. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, man, Chicago. It appears Chicago has finally. Chicago has a superstar they believe, or they have the star player they believe they could build a franchise around. They tried it with Derrick Rose. Mm-hmm. It worked until he got injured, and now they've been searching for that next person to, you know, really build around. And it appears that they found it in Zach Levine. Zach Levine comes straight off of all-star appearance. Zach Levine came coming off the Olympics. Zach Levine, a guy who came into the league known as a dunker, is now known as a guy that outworks everybody. He's, he's, like, he's like the ball all day type guy. He's a, he's so, a closer for the Bulls, too, the last couple of years. He's been the closer for them. Oh, yeah. He's been their, their all-around scorer. No, like, no doubt about it, you know. So it's good to see that they're building. You know, they're, they're, they're going to build around him. They're going to actually try and make some moves. Well, they've already made some moves. They made a bunch of moves this offseason. They put they put some they yeah. put some real people around him this year. So Just to look at the trade. Sorry to interrupt. Just to look at the trade. Yeah. So the Bulls receive uh, Derrick Jones Jr., which I'm a Heat fan. Mm-hmm. I'm still sad that we lost them. They get a, a, a second or, sorry, first-round pick from Portland – which is projected to be one through fourteen in two thousand and twenty-eight, and they get also a second-round pick from Denver. The Cavs get lower um, marketing for a four-year deal, and mm-hmm. then the Blazers get Larry Nance Jr. So, okay. if you if you look at that, the Bulls obviously won the trade, and then the Cavs are going to buy out Kevin Love probably right, before the season starts. So he'll end up on the on the Lakers probably. Yeah, the, the Lakers or the Nets, right? <laughs> right, right, yeah. Yeah. It's you know what? It's the bull it's it's you know, right now, because that at one point the thought that was that there was only two legitimate teams out of the least out of the east that could contend for the championships. It was the seventy sixers and the Bucks, I would say. And, and the Nets. And now the Nets, as of last right. season, the Nets. Right, right. And it looks like Chicago is trying to throw their hat in a ring. You look at it, they got they got Levine, they got DeRozan, they got Ball, they, they still got, got Vucevic. They still got Vucevic, who is an All Star center. Like, right. if they get the role players right, they have a squad. Yeah. So well, what are they missing? What, what are they, if you look at their team, what do you think they're missing? I think they're missing know, another backup center and maybe a couple shooters. So I think the main thing. It's interesting. I think the what the Bulls need most 
is they need old heads. They need OGs. They need like, you know how like teams they literally just sign guys because they have championship championship experience. Like they've just been there. Like Rondo. Yeah. Like a exactly. Yeah. I think I think if you have a ball Rondo combination, I think that'll work out because they're still even though they're they're a talented team. They're not the youngest team, but. Is Zach Levine and, De- and De- DeMar DeRozan, is that enough? Because Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan is not enough. So mm. is Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan enough? I guess if you sprinkle in Lonzo Ball and Vucevic with them, do you have a situation where maybe you don't have a super-duper star, but it's almost like a Toronto situation, but instead of Kawhi, you have Zach Levine as your main guy. How far mm. can Zach Levine take you? It depends how how engaged Zach Levine is on defense. <laughs> Everyone knows he can score, so can he go two ways with it and become become the 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 no doubt about it guy? Because if he's just a scorer and he's out there with Demar Derozan, then who's in charge of the team? Because they both do the same things. You could say exactly. Levine Levine has a three point shot, which Derozan does not have. But outside of that, they basically do the same thing. So. I need a veteran leadership. Yeah, man. Like this is a time. Like if Taj Gibson wasn't washed up, this would be a time mm. to get a Taj Gibson. You know what I mean? Even bring back Derrick Rose. That would have been great for them. That would have been a move. That would have been. I would have been a move right there. That yeah. would have been the move right yeah. there. They brought yeah. back D Rose. That would have been the move. Coming off the bench, D Rose, or even starting sometimes. Ooh, I, I, I think he. I listen. I think I thought he played. Well, for the Knicks, I thought he played well for the Knicks. Um, just want to bring in Devor. What's up, brother? Can you hear us now? Yeah, I had to swap out and turn on my phone, but uh, having some technical difficulties over here. My deepest apologies. Uh, just get, I'm just listening in, trying to get up to speed real quick. Yeah, what do you think about the trade? What do you speak on it? Well, I'm not very high on Lori marketing to be honest, which I'm more of a defense first kind of guy. So for the Cleveland Cavaliers, I'm not really a fan of them getting Laurie marketing, especially for the contract that he that they paid him for. So, so he's definitely not coming off the bench. He's definitely going to, have to be a starter for the Cavaliers. Um, so I don't see him as a five because again, defense. He's a def- he's a defensive liability. I don't see him at the four. So it, it it's I, again. You could play him at the four. You could play him at the four. He could stretch. You know, you can stress the floor a little bit. As far as defense, yeah, you're going to have to give up a little bit on defense, but you can yeah. probably hide him. I don't know, but go ahead and finish your point. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm just saying fours in this generation now, you're going to have to play defense on these fours because they're, they're a lot faster than what they were before. Um, right. So hmm. I, as far as Laurie marketing is offensively, yes, he can space the floor. But as far as being a driver to the basket, that is that's not his game. He's just a pick and roll. He's just a pick and go to the go, go to the corner and shoot the ball. That's all he can do for you. Now, as a as a passer, I, I can see him setting setting something up for Jared. Um, <clears throat> I lost my train of thought. Uh, who's the center? Jared Jack. Jared Allen. Jared Allen. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Set up <laughs> set up Jared something for Jack. Jared. Jared Allen <laughs> from, from Georgia Tech. Jared, Jared Jack. <laughs> so that's something for Jared, uh, Jared Allen. But outside of that, offensively, just spacing the floor and I just as a playmaker, I, that's the only thing I can see as far as uh, Lori yeah. Market is concerned. You don't think the pick and roll with uh, Sexton 
and um, marketing would, would be would be nice. I think that would be decent. You think? I'm, okay, let me, next question before you guys go in. Do you think that the Cavs can make the playoffs this year? No, they, they've been no. They, no. But listen, no. they've been climbing. They've been they've been battling for the last two years. They've been losing, yes, but they 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 haven't been they haven't been quitting. They haven't been quitting. Like they they fight. They just don't have enough talent yet, and they have they're not as you know good yet. But do you think that they can jump the leap this year and make the playoffs? Let me ask you a question: Who is the head coach for the Cleveland Cavaliers? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> so it, it, it kind of appears from an organizational standpoint that the Cleveland Cavaliers without LeBron James are yeah. the Cleveland Cavaliers without LeBron James. That's who they are. That's who they are. They 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 have shown a complete inability to win without LeBron James. Before LeBron. And after, I watched yeah. I watched Cleveland during the 90s when they were trying yeah. to sell us on Bob Sura. I watched them. <laughs> I watched them. And then, mm-hmm. then LeBron came on, and all of a sudden, Cleveland's looking a lot better. No, it's not. The, the situation's the, the, not looking better. You you the, had the, the king. The the crazy thing about that is is Carlos Boozer when he said we have better guys at that position. Yeah, okay, okay, dude. Yeah, okay. Oh, you were right about that, huh? Oh yeah, I think the best part was when when they drafted Ricky LeBron. Davis. Ricky Davis said, "Yeah, I'm yeah. glad they 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 drafted some help for me." Ricky, if you don't get your ass up out of here, Ricky Davis. Talk about, exactly. They brought stop some it. help stop for me. you. Stop. Stop. Get out of here, Ricky man. Davis. <laughs> as far as the Portland Trailblazers, I mean, I mean, getting Larry Nash Jr. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a contract swap. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's all. That's all it is. You know, I think the thing is, look, they Laurie marketing. I think when they when they drafted them, they said, you know what, we might have maybe a a, a Dirk Nowitzki light, right? But what what Laurie marketing is basically turned into is a Demontis Sabonis light, light, right? Mm. He's he's a he's a four. He has the size to be a five at times, but he doesn't have the toughness to be a four or a five. He basically he has a toughness to at, at most be a three, but he doesn't no, have the like, lateral, but he doesn't have the lateral agility or defensive will to defend right, right. threes. No, but I like I like Sabonis though. Sabonis is bad. He, he's, he's nice. He's, he's nice. that's what I'm he's that's nice. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Lloyd yeah. Marketing is has his skill set, but he just doesn't have the, the the same mentality as him. He's not a tough guy, you know. Mm. He's he's a role player. He's an overpaid role player. I mean, let's just call it what it is. You know what I mean? Like um, um, unless he. He turns the corner on his career and decides, you know, to to do something. He's a starter. He's a he is a he's he's kind of like I'm not gonna say his name, but he's kind of like someone that has a starter's talent level, but he plays like a role player. Who were you gonna say? I'm I was thinking about Lamar Odom. He oh, has, Lamar man. Odom has has an all stars talent level, but he wants to come off the bench. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know, he was an all star that didn't want to be an all star. Right. Any um. Well, actually, this is surprising to me because after I I thought after they signed Howard, I thought that this was done. But apparently, the Dolphins have emerged as you know the front runners for the Texans uh, for Deshaun Watson. But I'm like, you guys know more football and are into it. What are they going to trade for him? Because they've already signed Howard. What 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 asset can they give up for Watson? Like, so make Let's me see. understand. Because I thought it was I'm done. Not, 
I thought it was Listen, man. I'm I'm going to break this down thing. I'm going to break this thing down top to bottom. Everybody here is just doing their job. The Texans, they are putting out the word, the consistent word that the Dolphins, right? If you look at it from Houston's perspective, they are basically coming out here. They would like the narrative to be that the Dolphins are chomping at the bit to acquire Deshaun Watson. That's what Houston wants everybody to think. Deshaun Watson, he's coming out saying, within a few weeks, I want to play for the Dolphins. So what? You're not the general manager. From the Dolphins' perspective, they are playing coy. Meanwhile, they're letting the rumors linger around about him long enough where if Tua does not have a good preseason or he does not appear to be the answer, then they can keep dangling that carrot in front of everybody. But what we've seen in the preseason is Tua is basically what was advertised when he was drafted. I assume she after this season, I think after this season, there's not going to be any question about whether he's a starting caliber NFL quarterback. I think that question is going to be dead in the mm. water at, by the end of this season. Mm. Mm. And the agents, the agents are doing their job. They're spreading propaganda, right? You you have you have uh, you have one narrative and you have the counter narrative. So the agents are doing their job. You have the reporters. Right, they're doing their job by uh, exacerbating this by giving you uh, news that's not really news. Let me just call it that. So, wait, you don't believe this? No, I, I think they're just recycling what what they've heard mm. for months now, and now they're just putting a little extra sauce on it to make it seem like it's new, breaking, relevant news when it's really just old news, right? So, mm-hmm. but the reality of the situation is. Whatever Hall Houston thinks they want, they're talking about multiple first, first round, multiple second round, and a player. You would have to understand this. First of all, there's no way Houston is getting any picks that are not protected. Every single pick that Houston could possibly get in a Deshaun Watson trade is going to be a protected pick. Number two, this two first rounders, three first rounders, two second rounders, that's never going to happen. I don't know if you've heard, your man's got about 20 charges floating around about third if somebody trades for deshaun watson and he gets locked up that mm. your career is done your career is toast no you one as a general manager yeah no one will ever give you to the keys to anything ever again you are going to be the guy that gave up everything for nothing mm. so in that perspective here's the reality of the situation is until Tua made the strides. This is my personal opinion. Until Tua made the strides and he put it on tape and he inspired enough confidence within his teammates, within the coaching staff, within the management. Obviously, they made the investment of the draft picks, so they have faith in him. But I feel like it's all come together, this this training camp, and the wind is behind him. So if the Houston Texans want to part with with Deshaun Watson, I mean, they're going to have to – it's gonna have. It's basically gonna be a joke of a trade. The Dolphins are, aren't gonna give them anything that, that that they could even responsibly accept, right? I mean, look, Houston, very good, very strong track history of bad GM moves, very strong history. Like the Laramie Tunsil trade, if if the Dolphins win a championship, it's gonna be their Herschel Walker trade that the Cowboys had back in the '90s. It's gonna be the same thing, where you 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 don't turn. 
one trade into like 11 first round picks. And, you know, it's going to be like that. So everybody's just doing their job. It's all narratives, counter narratives. But at the end of the day, uh, I believe Deshaun Watson will spend a very unhappy season in Houston, more than likely not playing football. Mm. What do you got, Vore? Um, unfortunately, I am going to have to agree with Havoc here regarding Deshaun Watson as far as the 2021 season. Uh, until those allegations get cleared up, uh, the 22 allegations, sexual sexual misconduct allegations get cleared up, I don't think Deshaun Watson is going anywhere. Now, if it ends up happening, like Havoc said, is there those those picks are most definitely going to be protected, but I feel like whatever team decides they want to trade for Deshaun Watson, they have all the leverage because it's clear that Deshaun Watson doesn't want to play for the Houston Texans, and, and the feelings are mutual because currently he's sitting, at the, I think, the fourth-string quarterback right now for the Houston Texans. So mm-hmm. the, the Texans are, are on the table as far as dealing him. Now, when it comes down to Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson has that no-trade clause, so he's not doing, he gets the opportunity to pick and choose where he wants to go to. So, again, I feel like it comes down to the team. It comes down to the team, whoever decides they want to make the trade for Deshaun Watson because they hold all the cards. Now, this bull job about uh, the Houston Texans asking prices, three first-round picks and two second-round picks, I don't – that's not going to happen. I, I, yeah. I feel like when – when since we're going through this whole situation with, with the 22 misconduct – I mean, the sexual assault uh, charges, you probably going to get, at best, a first a, one first-round pick mm-hmm. and a second-round pick. That's, that's my honest opinion. That's how much that's – what, that's what the value is right now as far as, far as, as far, we're sitting right now. A question. I'm, I'm sorry. A question. So, if they can't get that from the Dolphins, is there any other team that would actually give up all that, or that's just not going to happen? Any no, no teams. Mm, I don't. I don't. I think. I think the main the main issue. Well, the answer is no. Okay. But the main the main the main issue is the fact that one, the Houston is trying to trying to set the market. They're trying to establish the selling price of Deshaun Watson. The problem is that's not his actual value. Now, is he still an all-pro quarterback? Is he still, what, 25, 26 years old? Is he still that guy? Yes, he is. But, but I mean, but his 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 stock has gone down, right? Like, like just because it's the same gas doesn't mean that the gas last week cost the same amount as the gas this week. Mm-hmm. He's still, it's still the same gas, but the value is different. And... So Houston is really in a situation where there's no way they can possibly, they will possibly get a trade where they will realize Deshaun Watson's true value with these allegations going on in the background. But also, they can't take a trade where they give him away because he's still too much too Viable. talented to just give him away. Right. So to be honest with you, man, this is this 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 has this is a textbook throwaway season. For the Houston Texan franchise, hmm. who's, that's, who's the, that's what this is. Who's the quarterbacks after him? Like, who's he's not going to be the starter? It don't matter. There, it don't matter. It don't matter. <laughs> they were a lottery <laughs> team with him. Well, they don't do the lottery in the NFL, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. But I got a question though, because talking about the Dolphins, back on the Dolphins, is there any way that you have the Dolphins have Watson and Tua, or if you if you get Watson, hell no, zero percent chance. Hell no, you got to go. You can't. You can't keep. You can't keep both of them. 
No? Okay. E- even if you don't trade Tua to the Houston, you got to trade him to somebody else in a separate deal. You can't keep him around. Why not? Because because he has no future here. If you have Deshaun Watson and Tua, only one of them got a future here. It ain't him. <laughs> so, yeah, that, 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 that's, that's, an impossible, that's an impossible scenario. But I think it just comes down to this. You know, will Tua ever – will Tua at his heights – have a season as good as Deshaun Watson at his height? Probably not. Does Deshaun is well Tua Tagovailoa? Is he talented enough, and can he play well enough to lead an NFL team to a Super Bowl win? I say yes. I don't think Avora agrees with you. I don't care. I'm fine. <laughs> what, what was the question, uh, G? If uh, can Tua lead a team to win a Super Bowl or get to the Super Bowl? He said yes. I'm optimistic about it. I'm not going to come out and say flat out yes, but I'm I'm definitely optimistic about it. But when it comes down to it, if we're if we're if we're really comparing talent between Tua and Deshaun Watson, oh well, yeah, yeah. subtracting yeah. Sub, yeah. subtracting the sexual allegations, it's I'm not definitely going to take Deshaun Watson hands yeah. down. It's, like there's not going to be an argument. For it's me not an argument yeah. about that. But um, yeah, I, I'm I'm optimistic about it. it, it I'm not going to completely shut the door. Um, I'm not gonna say I'm a believer yet. I, I, I'm I'm waiting for week one. Yeah, but that preseason got you a little intrigued. You no, did, no, hey, yes, it I, did. come I, on I, now. I, the Falcons I, game, I you played great. That was a smooth preseason. One game. I that was the two I games. As far two as games, his performance in that game, he was just very efficient. Is what I mean. Like he happened. You yeah, can you, see you that can, can be, he got better. Be very efficient, but at the end of the day. We playing against the Atlanta Falcons, which last oh year they were God. like dead last in defense. Yep. Not to mention we don't know how many stars were actually playing. And then That's we true. again, you don't know what kind of you defense know what? the Atlanta Falcons was running. They probably were just showing it's the like first vanilla. age of their defensive scheme. Yeah. But even that, still, he still played well enough. At a, you know? at, a, at a bare minimum, he did what he was supposed to do. Right. Yes, right, right. I, I completely agree with you. But yes. I want to see. I want to see when when they put that heat on. I want to see what happens when yeah. that happens. Well, when you ain't gonna find that on. You ain't gonna find that on preseason. And that 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 zero read blitz where everybody's just coming at you. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, to be honest with you, you ain't even gotta worry about the zero uh, the the zero blitz. They gotta worry about four coming because the offensive line can't block Oof. right now. So, yeah. with that being yeah. said, we we're gonna see how Tua reacts to every other quarterback's treatment that they've gotten over the past ten years in Miami. Okay. Well, hmm. we'll see. I mean, I will say though, and then you could say this for any quarterback in the NFL. Your 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 pathway to success is is about as good as your offensive line is, and the True. Dolphins are looking hopefully better than last year, but rough as usual. I, I hate um, to, I hate I hate to bring this up, havoc, but yeah. to that quote. Why why can't Josh Rosen get that same respect? Josh Rosen, oh. here's 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 the issue that you are you yeah, seem to be here's respect. the problem. Here's the here's the thing that you seem to omit when we speak about Josh Rosen versus other quarterbacks. Coaches, scouts, team personnel, front office executives have all talked to him, have all seen him practiced, have all watched him. Day by day. And at a certain point, they've all wiped their hands with him. 
that's not me. That's them. So you, you, you're, you're, you're asking the wrong person because I, I never, I gave up on him on day one. That's me. <laughs> but so the question you have is not for me. It's for the GMs, no, the no, scouts, and the coaches. You because you said you gave up that have on sent him, him since his day one. But what on what grounds made you give up on him day I one? I saw him play in Arizona. Yeah. Okay, so it goes back to your quote now. You and then I saw him play in Miami. Your quarterback is only going to be as good as your offensive line. And then I heard that. Then I had the. Then I heard the reports at a training camp talking about he's 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 lighting the world on fire. And then at the end of training camp, they ask him, "Hey man, what can you do to what can you do to improve?" Looks like you're having a hard time. He says, "I don't know." He got cut a week later. <laughs> that okay? That's cool. But at the same time, what that got cool. to do? What do you? What do you? What do you? What do you, what do you t- he, there's a reason why they say, "Oh my God, dude, what is it with you and Josh Rosen?" Like, what is this? I'm no, because I'm. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm cool. just saying, dude. Like, when when Havoc had just had made the quote about offensive line and quarterback play, <sighs> Josh Rosen played behind oh two of the worst offensive lines in the league, and he's garbage. So, I I I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. All I know is the same story has replayed has replayed itself several times with them. But I, I I will say this though, it's it's real funny in that Denver Broncos game. Everybody wanted to bring up the offensive line, but didn't want to bring up how bad Tua played. Yeah, I mean he had a bad game. So you're oh, telling yeah. me you're telling me that right now you'd rather have Josh Rosen than Tua? Is that what you're That's saying? That's not is what that I'm you're... saying. What I'm saying <laughs> like is why like are we why are we why are we changing the narrative? That's my it's that's change, my it's, that's, but, that's but, my question. Everything we're I not, said was we're not changing the narrative. The, yeah, it is. Yeah, it, I, G, no, listen, you don't count. The G, but havoc, the, the havoc, GMs, everybody else is changing the narrative, narrative for the last two years. No, here's the the, the issue the is not me changing the narrative. I'm not changing the narrative. The problem is the people that are supposed that are in charge of fulfilling his narrative, which is the people exactly. that pay him, no okay. longer want to pay with, him to play with, football. With those people aside. Because we're not, you we're not behind the people. He needs to win over. He don't back and evaluate him. He does not we need to win over me. We see him on Sundays, <laughs> just voicing our opinion based off of seeing him on Sundays. Devor, I cannot need... get a fair evaluation from him because the offensive line Devor, has he... not performed the right way. But but the coaches see him perf- just the coaches see him perform with the old line. They see him perform without the old line. They see him talking in the lunch hall. They see him in the locker room. They see him all that? the time. What that got to do with us? They Wait. make the decisions, not us. All right. They, they, they have they all the information, decision. not us. I have seen they the coaches have made multiple decisions and in he's this not league. one of them. <laughs> Wait, so and you want him to be a starter in the league? Yes or no? Yes, GMs have made good decisions and the GMs have made bad decisions. That is accurate. Would you say you want, him, you want him to be a starter? You think he deserves to be a starter in the league? Is that what That's you're saying? That's not what I'm mean? saying. I'm just saying I just don't like the criticism that Josh Rosen gets about his play when, again, he didn't get his fair opportunity. Devore, any opportunity you get is an opportunity. Now, you can play for a bad team. You can play – behind a bad O-line and show enough that people will say, you know what? We understand you are in a bad situation. Come on over with us. We're a better situation. Right. You can do that. Right. Okay. You can do that. I'll give you another example. For years, Miami Dolphins fans have sat here and said that Ryan Tannehill was garbage. And, and Yeah, but those people are crazy. Yeah, that's not 
Now because those the, people are crazy. Right? No, they no, 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 they ain't. Because no, I, hey, Ryan I could Tannehill pull had right actual, now. I could pull Ryan, the thread up right now. Ryan Tannehill I, I has can, stats. I can say on average, Ryan Tannehill average has video stats that I posted to back up, up the, the fact that he is a, a starting caliber NFL quarterback. Ryan Ryan Tannehill has the receipts. He has the receipts to show he is an NFL starting and, and quarterback. Josh, and Josh Rosen doesn't. That's the whole point. Hey, I'm I'm about to pull up Ryan Tannehill's rookie season. Josh Rosen is in his fifth year divorce. Give it up. He's no, in his I'm fifth year. I'm pulling it up. This is not this is not a Rich Gannon situation where he needs to turn 32 before he has a, a, a chance. Just give him a chance. No. No. <laughs> so no. Ryan Tannehill, he threw 12 touchdowns See, and 13 interceptions at a pass rate of 76.1. And a completion Ryan, percentage that was 58.3. Ryan so, Tannehill has a job. And ten, okay, fun. so that's what I'm saying. That is what I'm saying. They, they took another year of evaluating him. And yeah, as, but he had, this is the fifth team, DeVore. What are you, not, what are you saying? This is, the, this is not the second team AG. or the third. Come on now. Let me go okay. Let, let, can we let's go ahead and move on to the next topic? How about how about that? Do we know what the next topic is? Are you aware no. that Josh 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 Rosen is literally a journeyman by default? Okay, well, somebody else about to be a journeyman in a second. <laughs> somebody else about to be a journeyman in a second. All right, man. Yeah. What else? What what else you got to talk about? We're gonna we're gonna sit here, we're gonna talk about this 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 Philadelphia Eagles trade. Um oh my god. Oh yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. we're talking about it. the The Jacksonville Jaguars oh. trade quarterback Gardner Minshew for for 2022 six round pick to the conditional Philadelphia Eagles. A conditional six round pick. Yeah, a conditional six round pick. Now, what does that mean for for the Philadelphia quarterback room? It just means they got another QB. You think that they're going to get rid of or give up on on Jalen Hurts? That's not going to happen. They just hey, all signs point to it. We bought in Joe Flacco. Now we just bought in uh, Gardner Minshew. I think Nick Nick Sariani is trying to do everything in his power to prevent. It it sounds like it sounds like it might be more. It sounds like it might be more of a direct correlation to Joe Flacco's play, maybe more than Jalen Hurts, because maybe they thought Joe Flacco. Look, man, Joe, Joe Flacco been like, – I know he's got the big arm, but he's been falling off for since the Super Bowl, since, now. Since the Super Bowl, yeah. He's he been falling off for a minute, so the, the Joe Flacco may, may not be up to stuff with what they want from a backup in a season where they may have more than likely will need to go to a backup for an extended period of time. And at least they want to get someone that can that can move around a little bit, which is the offense that they're, that they're going to run with Jalen Hurts versus Joe Flacco, right. which is – you know, you keep you can't run the same offense for Jalen Hurts and Joe Flacco, but you can run the same offense for Gardner Menchu and Jalen right. Hurts. What so I, I think what Vora is hitting into is that maybe the Eagles are thinking about the future and maybe I'm gonna say giving up on Jalen Hurts, but just being prepared just in case he might come out his sophomore year and not be good. So, I mean, you have to have a backup plan. You always do. But I don't think they're completely giving up on, on Jalen. I don't think so. I think that he gav- he galvanized the troops. I think he has a lot of leadership. I just think he has to get better with his with his mechanics. But, like, I don't think they're completely giving up on him. But I guess Ward thinks that they are. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. I think they will. You think they will? They're top five pick, yes. I don't know, man. I think I think if you have a mobile quarterback as your starter – you are obligated to have a capable backup because at some right. point that mobile quarterback 
is going to become immobile. And you gotta oh. have somebody you can rely on. So I mean let's let's just let's just keep it a buck. Gardner Menchu is not out here threatening people's jobs. Right, yeah. Right. That's that that's not the role he plays. Gardner Menchu is not he may take your job, but he may but see the thing, Gardner Menchu is not gonna take anybody's job, but he'll pick it up if you lose it. That's who he is. Mm-hmm. Plus Jacksonville doesn't need him anyway. They already have their quarterback for the future. They don't they don't need him. Yeah, they're so, done with him. Yeah. They, so they let's basically go ahead, let's go ahead and play. Let's go ahead and play devil's advocate. So say Jalen Hurts comes out two and four in the first mm-hmm. six games of the season. Are we going to keep him in as the starter? Or are we going to go ahead and are we going to go with uh, uh Gardner Minshew? As as the Eagles, you're expect you're expected to have a horrible season. Anybody who's in the Eagles, what? Camp, no, that, that's not how it works. <laughs> what what I'm saying is what I'm saying is if he plays well and they're still bad. I don't think they'll give up on him. He'll get a pass. He, he'll yeah. be a re- I don't think he'll be a reason that they're two and four. I just think that the overall team is not good enough. So I don't think he'll be replaced unless yeah. they're just like unless he completely just fucks it up. I don't I don't I don't see him being replaced. Yeah. Not, it, not depends, it depends what that two and four looks like. Right. You know what's, what's a two and four supposed to look like? No, well, if you're, you you have a lot of different two and fours, you have a two and four where the defense is playing good, but the offense can't put any points on the board and they lose games. You have a two and four where the offense looks good, but the defense can't stop anybody and you lose yeah. games. So, you know, it depends what the two and four looks like. True, true. That's fair so, enough, you- but I, I I will I will say that we will see some Gardner Minshew in the 2020 season. It's, I mean, let me ask you a question. Has a mobile quarterback ever, ever played every single snap of an NFL season? No. Maybe back in the day, maybe like cutting half. Has Lamar played every single snap? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know, man. I, I see him. The, the thing with the thing is with Lamar is always his ankle comes up comes up kind of weird here and there, but that's pretty much it. I think Michael Vick probably, but I don't even remember who the backup nah, was. Michael Vick missed games. I know he missed games. No, I'm yeah. talking about when he was with the Falcons, not with the Eagles. The Falcons. Yeah, I know what you about, mean. As far as him with the Falcons, he didn't miss games. I don't. Not his first couple of years. I don't think so. Yeah, he missed games. He did. Okay. I don't yeah. even think Michael Vick has ever finished the season. Will play the mm-hmm. whole season. Yeah, a whole 16 games. I don't know if he's ever played a full 16. But okay. it just was a show. I mean, just it's hard enough being a just a, a pocket quarterback. If you're a mobile quarterback, that means that means you're a quarterback and at times a running back. So <laughs> look, man, it's just it's just it's it's just a backup plan. It's just you know, you're doing what you're supposed to do, which is you got a quarterback that fits within the parameters of your system for basically nothing. Pretty much nothing. Six round pick. I mean, yeah. You know, so condition. Hey, yeah. hey, so not not a bad move. Everybody, everybody. It's one of them trades. Everybody got what they wanted. So his his last year in in Atlanta, Michael Vick played all sixteen games. That's what's up. What, what no was idea. that? Two thousand four, two thousand five, two thousand six, two thousand six. Okay. 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 So, well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, see. we'll definitely see. Now I did want to I did want to get you guys' opinion as far as the New Orleans Saints announcing corner quarterback Jameis Winston as their starting quarterback week one versus the Green Bay Packers. 
That's the worst kept secret in the NFL. I mean, everybody knew that it was going to happen. I mean, come on, they don't not, not going to start the other guy. That is that 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 the premise of that question is a joke. Number one, I mean, <laughs> we're literally talking about Jameis Winston versus Taysom Hill. What are we? What is what what what? Is, what are we actually talking about here? Like Jameis, Win- Jameis Winston was the number one pick, right? Was he? I believe wasn't he the number one pick when he came out to Tampa definitely Bay? A top five pick, but I can't remember off the top of my head what what pick he meant. I think it was. I think he was definitely top five. But look, arm talent. Why look? J- Jameis is one of them dudes, man. He could throw the ball around. So if you watch him and then you watch Taysom Hill, it's it's not even you know, it's not even a real competition. But just to just to give yes, uh, it was the first overall pick in 2015. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, but the Saints are going to use both of them. So yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, they're they're both they're both going to see the field. Now, the surprise for me, I know we're speaking on Jameis Winston. The surprise was Teddy Bridgewater starting. That that to me was more that's news. Like really, Teddy Bridgewater. Not to hate on Teddy Bridgewater, but come on, we just never thought he would be an NFL quarterback. I tell you, I, I, that was enough. He's another one of them guys. He's not going to come take your job, but if you lose your job, he'll be there to pick it up. Right, right, yeah. Drew Locke maybe might have went and may might have gone to training camp talking about, man, this job mine. And then Teddy Bridgewater is like, it's 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 a it's it's the uh, the rabbit. What's it called? The the turtle and the hare. Where Teddy Bridgewater is just the turtle. He's just old, steady, doing what he's doing. And Drew Locke is the hair thinking, man, I'm going to blow this dude out the water. And all of a sudden, Vic Fangio, who's already a defensive-minded coach, is going to go with the more fundamentally sound quarterback. Of course he is. He's so. been in the league since 2013? 14. 14. Mm-hmm. So this is seventh year in the league. And, yeah, that, that I just thought that, was, that news was crazy. Like, Teddy Bridgewater, the starter? I just never thought that would happen. Not over. I, I thought Drew Locke would, you know, he would be the future of the Broncos. But you know, I guess he's supposed to be. He's another he's guy that can get a fair shake. And don't think I didn't see that Twitter post that you put after I, I said I was I was rooting for Drew Locke, Havoc. <laughs> I'm 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 just I'm just gonna say like being drafted in 2019. Obviously, that's your. That's your rookie season. It's, it's a learning experience. And then right. you go into the offseason of tw- uh, uh, for 2020, you got to deal with COVID-19. I feel like all quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks, second-year quarterbacks, could definitely get a pass for, for 2020. You said all quarterbacks get a pass for 2020? Yeah, all, all but, quarterbacks but, get a pass. But, 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 I, I would, oh, okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. You go, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. all quarterbacks get a pass. Um so back to Drew Locke, I felt like at this point now, he just needs to get the experience under his belt with the Denver Broncos to get, get up to speed with, 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 with the NFL. And I, I, I just don't – I am not a fan of Teddy Bridgewater being the starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos. Didn't Why Drew Locke not? start all last season? Yeah, he played all. He played all last. Who? Drew Locke? Yeah. Right. No, yeah. He, he missed a couple of games. He, I think he played thirteen games. Okay. Maybe maybe Teddy just outplayed him in training camp in preseason. Maybe they just which is a very it was likely. a very close competition. It, it wasn't. He they weren't. They were neck and neck, in my honest yeah. opinion, when it came down to the preseason games that they played. Hey, hey, wait. Um. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Havoc. I'm sorry. No, it's just it is. We may have a situation. 
where you have a quarterback, particularly you're talking about uh, with Drew Locke, a guy that talks a little bit of a better – he may talk a better game than he plays. Because you look at him, he's got he's got NFL starting quarterback confidence, but it it it, 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 it they they want they want him to have the job. They want to give him the job. They don't want to worry about the quarterback situation. They want him to be successful, but they really really want him to be the guy. But he may not be the guy. He may not be the guy. I, I was gonna say the numbers don't look that bad. He what played thirteen games, nearly threw for three thousand yards, sixteen touchdowns, fifteen interceptions. Yeah, he don't play scared. I mean, you know, he's just one of them guys. I, I might, I might actually agree with Devore in terms of, you know, clearly Drew Locke is a future. Teddy Bridgewater is not the future. Maybe right, you want right. to just put him out here just for the fact that he's the future. But also, the coach has an obligation to put the team on the field he feels has the best chance of winning. And obviously something about Teddy Bridgewater's play makes Vic Fangio, who, by the way, is a defensive defensive coach first before he was a head coach, right. looks at Teddy Bridgewater and he says, you know what? Teddy Bridgewater may give me the same amount of touchdowns as Drew Locke may give me with about half as many interceptions. So, so I'm, okay. I'm, that's what I'm going to roll with. Okay, just uh, just another quick topic. Uh, Cam was named as the starter, right? Cam Newton. Do you do you guys? I know we I know we talked talked about him uh, talked about that situation on Wednesday, but I just want to touch more on that. Do you envision Mac Jones taking his position or taking his job by week? If he is, what do you what do you what week do you see? Week three, week four, week five, or is Cam going to be the starter for until the end of the season? What do you guys think? I was going to say. Uh... Did I miss something here? He got announced as the starter. I thought he did, didn't he? No, nah, I, I didn't hear about that. It was a report out of New England. Um, it was a ridiculous report at that, where they wanted camp. Uh, they wanted the, the Patriots practices not to have rap music because it was distracting Cam. I I, I heard that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that that is that is the end of Cam. <laughs> I mean, when you when when okay, let me let me tell you something. When you start hearing stories like this, such as because when Cam came through, and he was Cam was camming, right? Cam was doing what Cam does when he shows up. Everybody said, and when his competition was Jared Stidham, everybody said, Cam is our guy. Cam is the leader. We all like. We are behind Cam. We are with Cam. But now that Cam has actual competition, not Brian Hoyer, not Jared Stidham, he has real competition. All of a sudden, you know what's that rap music's really distracted, guys? Do you see the pattern evolving? They are very, they're very slowly opening the door for Cam Newton to make a classy exit if he so chooses. Now, if he does not choose, they will give him a not so classy exit. But you can see the Patriots are clearly starting to unfurl the red carpet for Cam to make his exit, for Mac Jones to make his entrance. True. And and just to correct myself, um, it, it says that it points to the general consensus that Cam is going to be the starter, but that Mac Jones can take his job if Cam doesn't work well. So the, the Patriots, or in this case, Bill Belichick, hasn't confirmed that he's the starter yet. But it's all, you know, it's all pointing mm-hmm. to him 
may be the starter, but we'll see. I'm looking at it from a totally different perspective. We got reports coming out of New England saying that Cam Newton is distracted by rap music. I'm I'm thinking you are trying to find every single excuse in the world to make make sure that Mac Jones is going to be your starter week one. Mm-hmm. It's like Havoc was alluding to. Yeah, you're right. I agree. So yeah. now we won't even need to have the conversation about when will Mac Jones take over? Because at this point, after I saw that report, I'm like, all right, cool. Now, that's unfair for Cam. It is. It's really unfair. But also, Mac Jones has a lot of talent. He's he's very capable, especially with that offense and Bill. So we'll see what happens. It's it's definitely unfair. And I think I think they saw something in Mac Jones to push him into being the well, they haven't exactly announced it yet. But right, right. they saw something in those five days that Cam Newton was in COVID protocol. Um where where it was like there's no way that we can't start him, but we just gotta, you know, we gotta give we gotta give Cam a poetic ending. Yeah. yeah. Being. We gotta we gotta we gotta if if we're gonna move off Cam, we gotta do it in a classy way. Yeah. Because yeah. because we want to keep him on the roster for the rest of the season. But if we don't go about this the right way, this whole thing can blow up in a week. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, they're, the, the Patriots are going to try and handle this, you know, in that type of way. And we'll see how it works out. But look, man, it's like what they say, the best ability is availability. And when right. Cam was out them five days, Mac Jones swooped up. He was already taking his job. And I think them five days solidified it in everybody's mind because they, you know, it was five days. They, they was basically a week without Cam and a week. It was like it was like you had a a, a, a a peek into two different realities, a week with Cam Newton as a starting quarterback and a week with Mac Jones as a starting quarterback. And I'm sure everybody there, they are no they they know they are noticing of the vibes. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, the Patriot way is still the Patriot way. And I think the Patriot way looks upon the Mac Jones way a little more favorably than the Cam Newton way. Okay. I'm just I just wanted to um I I really hate pulling the race card here, but I'm sorry. It 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 it, it really looks like one of those type of situations when you come Think out so? and make something as petty as rap music distracting a player. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. I mean, we're talking we're literally talking about Cam Cam Newton is distracted by rap music. Cam Newton? So that Cam, means white guys aren't aren't distracted Cam, by other type of music. Me, you're telling me a professional athlete, a black professional athlete, is distracted, distracted by rap music. When every time I look at Cam Newton on the field, he's wearing headphones. Listening to probably rap music. Yeah. From day he was he was he was he had the headphones on when he was a rookie. He had the headphones on when he was an MVP. He has the headphones on when he's a Patriot, but now. They got someone coming around that they'd rather have in that starting spot. All of a sudden, you know what? The rap music's getting too low. You know what? And then, then, and then, you know what? If that doesn't work out, then next week you're gonna start hearing things about the barber. If that doesn't work. Next thing you're gonna hear about is, you know, it's it's just gonna keep going on and on. If Cam was yeah. handled in a classy way, they'll 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 you know they'll they'll keep the bullets in the chamber. Let me just say it like that, because the mm-hmm. Patriots have people in the media they think they can feed stories to. And they can re-rick and write the narrative any way they want to. Same thing with the Deshaun Watson situation. 
These organizations, they have reporters in their pockets. They can selectively choose who they want to feed information to. And if they want a particular narrative put out, they know who to talk to. So this is the first shot across the barrel in terms of, hey, Cam, we're going to do something here that you're not going to like. We can right. do we can do this two ways, right? This is Bill Bel. In my opinion, this is Bill Belichick getting into his Don Corleone bag. <laughs> so Cam's going to have to figure out which you know, is he going to kiss the ring or not? Mm. Any other topics before we close this thing out? Uh, nah, man. Uh, final thoughts. Well, I'll just say it's always a pleasure coming on here and chopping up conversing and all that good stuff and uh uh i'll catch up with y'all later man yeah man L- love the microphone brother um good luck i gotta catch up to you because the headphones are getting tired now i want to use a microphone now and have a whole um thing set up uh just you know want to continue to say you know preach peace and love um you know just uh happiness and have a good time with some good people stay away from shadiness and just things that take away from your peace and your, you know, your, your aura, your goodness. And, you know, you know, guys, fellas and women take care of your kids and be safe. And that's all. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, I will say that I'm extremely looking forward to week one for the NFL season. Mm-hmm. Um I, I'm I'm looking forward to being proven wrong about the Miami Dolphins' current quarterback. Like seriously, Havoc, I'm I'm really looking forward to being proven wrong about that. Mm-hmm. I hope you are. Uh, but outside of that, this week we're going to have a big week. Uh, a couple of special guests coming on. I'm not going to exactly say specifics right now. Um, you're just going to have to just pop on and l- look forward to the surprise. Uh, okay. Also, be sure to go ahead and subscribe to No Passes Given to Havoc's personal channel. Also, the self-made podcast, that is G-Money's personal podcast. Be sure to leave a follow on that on Spotify. Are we on other platforms yet, or are we just on Spotify? Apple Podcasts as well. No. Uh, So we are. Okay. Okay. So this week, again, like I said, um, there may be two extra pods. I'm not sure. So be sure to go ahead and look out for the back signal on that one. Shout out to Mace Taggart. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yes, you can catch us the usual days, Wednesday at 10 p.m. Eastern time. But, again, look out for Monday and look out for Thursday for sure. Um, be sure to go ahead and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. Uh, this is the Not For The Bay podcast. We are about here, man. Peace. Peace. <laughs>